TED Talks. <laughs> okay. It came to your head. You said TED Talks. I like it. Why? I don't know. Okay. That was the first thing that came to mind. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, this is my opening line. Chips are implanted into our brains in the not-so-distant future and we'll be able to download one book a day. How would this affect school and society? Okay. The implications of putting a computer chip in our brain could be wildly successful and change the world as we know it, or it could have very negative effects. Uh, who would like to speak about some of the positives that might happen. I'll do it. Cool, go for it. So one of the positives for like school would be if you can download a book a day into your brain and like you could just, the teacher could just like have you download the book into your mind and you could like speed read it depending on how fast you could read it because it's like already in your mind. Mm -hmm. I guess you could speed read it and also it would allow for like a sort of telepathy between people because of um they can like communicate they can communicate you want us to communicate with us yeah you can talk about the communication part of it so like if it has the, these capabilities then we could telepathically talk with each other mm -hmm. but it depends because it might depend on it if it, they might have to have both have it chips into their brains or one person would have one and the other person might not, so like it would just depend on who had a chip or not. I think you bring up a really interesting point. I'm going to ask you, Julieta, to talk on um, the idea that at first some people would get it and some people want it. How do you think that would affect things? It would like affect things a lot because if like let's say half of the world had had them and the other half didn't, you'd only really be able to use it to talk half of the time which wouldn't really be much of a problem, but you might like try to talk to somebody with your mind thinking that they also have it, but they, but really they don't. So you're just staring at them blankly and then that could just be really awkward. For so you people. can imagine, oh, go ahead Aiden, what were you okay, gonna say? So it could, what could someone who doesn't have a chip, could they send out a message and then could maybe the people with the chip detect that message? That is an interesting thought. If you have, I think it was chip to chip connection. Yeah. I think there were, that somehow uh, they would interface with each other. Yeah. That would be a requirement. So if you had it's like some, it's like texting people with your mind. Yes, and if you, you can't text somebody who doesn't have a phone. <laughs> Th thank you. That's actually a really good way of saying it. If you were in a classroom and some students didn't have it, what effect would that have? Then. I, I feel like the learning of this, well, if the teacher, like, curriculum was based on those chips a lot, then it might slow down, like, the learning because they would have to take time to, like, um, to give the students who didn't have it, like, they would have to take time to teach them things separately. So that might, like, slow things down a bit. Yeah, I think it would slow it down big time. Yeah, and a solution <clears throat> to something like that would be to just give the chip to 
every single person. Just like right when it comes out, just ship the chip to every person. <laughs> that would actually not really work, actually, now that I'm thinking about what that. If, what if there was like schools for people who do have the chips? And then there's schools for people who don't. So segregation, yeah. the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you can see that you would run into some problems with that. Do you yeah. foresee that this would become, and I actually don't have the analogy nailed down, maybe you can help me think of it. So on one hand, it would be like iPhones or smartphones, we'll say, where a lot of people, at least of a certain age, have them. Not everyone has them, and you can get by without it. And it might be really helpful to have one. You can be productive, you can communicate in better ways, but um, you can still get by just as fine without it. However, or, or would it be like, and I'm trying to think of something that became totally ubiquitous, maybe like every house had a, uh, a house phone, or maybe everyone has a car. I got to work on the analogy itself, but will everyone eventually get this, do you think? Hmm. Well, this seems like a pretty like advanced thing, so it's probably going to be very expensive, so... A lot of people probably won't be able to afford it until it's been out for a long time. Right. Because you know, it's like no more than more than a year. I'd say maybe about like I don't know seven years, seven to ten years. Because like after it's been out for seven years, like they'll have found more efficient ways of making it, Mm -hmm. and it'll be cheaper. And Mm -hmm. then, and then at that point, I think most people will have it. But when it first comes out. Only like the people who have who own like five mansions will be able to afford it. Yeah, so the it's my understanding that they'll make it initially for people with disabilities and they will help them out. And I don't know if insurance will cover that at all. Mm. But then like you said, the early adopters will yeah. be the super rich. If it's if it's for if the people are buying it for like to help with a disability, then disability well, I, discount. Hmm. I feel like insurance would probably cover that, or at least mostly cover it. Yeah, especially if it helps people who are dealing with paralysis and not just... Yeah, or like if you're blind or deaf and it would make you see again, insurance would have to cover that. Hmm. Or else they're a really bad insurance if they don't do that. Can you think of any other industries or fields that would be totally revolutionized by this? We talk mm-hmm. about school and society in general in class. TED Talks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it came to your head. You said TED Talks. I like it. Why? I don't know. Okay. That was the first thing that came to mind. Interesting. Hmm. What about... I think probably some sort of tech industry, but I'm not sure. Well, yeah. Kyvacorp. What about... We, we were talking about this before. Um, when this probably does become more prevalent, you will be of an age where you will be a teacher's age or a parent yourself. And so you'll be the ones deciding the rules and putting parental controls on it. So can you think, talk about parental controls and how that might play out? Just don't do parental controls in general. Well, there is, like, um, at least on my phone, there is like a parental controls thing that you can enable. So I mean, like there could be that option on the chip that you could enable or disable, depending on you know what you want to do with it or 
what kind of parent you are. Can you say oh. what you said before about your mom's oh, yeah. um, strategies? Mentor, not monitor, basically. Just like teach your kid what to do and what not to do. So, so instead of just not letting them do things, because then, like by the, t because if you just use parental controls and don't tell them, like why they shouldn't do certain things, then by the time they're an adult, then they'll likely not like be dealing with parental controls at that time. Mm -hmm. So they're just not like going to know like um like how to know if like a website is like a really shady website. And then they might end up getting like viruses or something. That's a good point. And let's talk then about some of the negative consequences of being able to communicate with people um, without even talking or just the fact of putting a chip inside of our brains. Um, you can talk, take this in any direction you want, but what would be some of the um, negative consequences of doing this? Hackers. Hackers, definitely. Explain. Like, if they, they, if they are good are the good hackers, they can be very dangerous because like, they, they could put in viruses into the chip and like, who knows what that virus will do to the chip. It could be like, they could turn it into like an actual virus, you know, like the kind that makes <clears> you <throat> sick. Yeah, you know, like what, what, what would happen to your brain if that happened? Yeah, they could explode your brain. Is there any worry about someone taking control over the chip and then therefore it's in your brain taking control over your motor skills and your decisions? Mm. Almost like yeah. becoming your overlord? Well, I think it might depend on where it's connected. Say that, like, say that again, like Aiden. depend where the chip is connected to the brain. Because if it's connected to like the motor, then maybe they could control it. But if it's something like the cerebral cortex that's not necessarily control over movement, then... Right, it must be... if it's. If it's designed to help us communicate with someone without talking, then I don't know enough about the brain to say it, but we can kind of assume that it's the thought process. Right. And they did point to it in the back of the, the, the surgery would be coming through the back of the skull. Uh, actually, I don't know if it gets to the skull itself. And then, right, it would just kind of the back of the head into the brain. So that, they get it into your brain, though, if there's a skull there? Oh, yeah, that's possible, isn't it? Yeah. So they do a brain surgery. Oh, yeah. 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 This is basically brain surgery. I don't know enough about, like, brain surgeons. What would be some other negative consequences besides being able to be hacked? <clears throat> um, existing. Mm -hmm. Why? Because, I don't know, I just didn't want there to be an awkward silence. <laughs> okay, well... I thought you two did a great job for our first podcast. Again, we <laughs> lost our first recording. <laughs> yeah. The one where I was eating. And now the one where he's eating. I ate, like, periodically. And, it, and you sounded like there was a lot of snot in your nose the entire time. <laughs>